Part 2, Chapter 10, Section 109 of The Life of Jesus Critically Examined by David Friedrich Strauss, translated by George Eliot. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 2, History of the Public Life of Jesus. Chapter 10, The Transfiguration of Jesus and His Last Journey to Jerusalem. Section 109, Divergencies of the Gospels in relation to the point from which Jesus made his entrance into Jerusalem. Even concerning the close of the journey of Jesus, concerning the last station before he reached Jerusalem, the evangelists are not entirely in unison. While from the synoptical Gospels it appears that Jesus entered Jerusalem on the same day on which he left Jericho, and consequently without halting long at any intervening place matthew chapter twenty verse thirty four chapter twenty one verse one and following and parallel passages the fourth gospel makes him go from ephraim only so far as bethany spend the night there and enter jerusalem only on the following day chapter twelve verse one and twelve and following in order to reconcile the two accounts it is said we need not wonder that the synoptists in their summary narrative do not expressly touch upon the spending of the night in bethany and we are not to infer from this that they intended to deny it there exists therefore no contradiction between them and john and what they present in a compact form he exhibits in detail but while matthew does not even name bethany the two other synoptists mention this place in a way which decidedly precludes the supposition that jesus spent the night there they narrate that when jesus came near to bethphage and bethany he caused an ass to be fetched from the next village and forthwith rode on this into the city between events so connected it is impossible to imagine a night interposed on the contrary the narrative fully conveys the impression that immediately on the message of jesus the ass was surrendered by its owner and that immediately after the arrival of the ass jesus prepared to enter the city moreover if jesus intended to remain in bethany for the night it is impossible to discover his motive in sending for the ass for if we are to suppose the village to which he sent to be bethany and if the animal on which he proposed to ride would not be required until the following morning there was no need for him to send forward the disciples that he might conveniently have waited until he arrived with them in bethany the other alternative that before he had reached bethany and ascertained whether the animal he required might not be found there he should have sent beyond this nearest village to bethphage in order there to procure an ass for the following morning is altogether destitute of probability and yet matthew at least says decidedly that the ass was procured in bethphage to this it may be added that according to the representation of mark when jesus arrived in jerusalem the evening had already commenced chapter eleven verse eleven and consequently it was only possible for him to take a cursory survey of the city and the temple after which he again returned to bethany 
it is not certainly to be proved that the fourth gospel lays the entrance in the morning but it must be asked why did not jesus when he only came from so near a place as bethany set out earlier from thence that he might have time to do something worth speaking of in jerusalem the late arrival of jesus in the city as stated by mark is evidently to be explained only by the longer distance from jericho thither if he came from bethany merely he would scarcely set out so late as that after he had only looked round him in the city he must again return to bethany in order on the following day to set out earlier which nothing had hindered him from doing on this day it is true that in deferring the arrival of jesus in jerusalem until late in the evening mark is not supported by the two other synoptists for these represent jesus as undertaking the purification of the temple on the day of his arrival and matthew even makes him perform cures and give answers to the high priests and scribes matthew chapter twenty one verse twelve and following but even without this statement as to the hour of entrance the arrival of jesus near to the above villages the sending of the disciples the bringing of the ass and the riding into the city are too closely consecutive to allow of our inserting in the narrative of the synoptists a night residence in bethany if then it remains that the three first evangelists make jesus proceed directly from jericho without any stay in bethany while the fourth makes him come to jerusalem from bethany only they must if they are mutually correct speak of two separate entrances and this has been recently maintained by several critics according to them jesus first as the synoptists relate proceeded directly to jerusalem with the caravan going to the feast and on this occasion there happened when he made himself conspicuous by mounting the animal an unpremeditated demonstration of homage on the part of his fellow travellers which converted the entrance into a triumphal progress having retired to bethany in the evening on the following morning as john relates a great multitude went out to meet him in order to convey him into the city and as he met with them on the way from bethany there was a repetition on an enlarged scale of the scene on the foregoing day this time preconcerted by his adherents this distinction of an earlier entrance of jesus into jerusalem before his approach was known in the city and a later after it was learned that he was in bethany is favoured by the difference that according to the synoptical narrative the people who render homage to him are only going before and following matthew verse nine while according to that of john they are meeting him verses thirteen and eighteen if however it be asked why then among all our narrators does each give only one entrance and not one of them show any trace of a second the answer in relation to john is that this evangelist is silent as to the first entrance probably because he was not present on the occasion having possibly been sent to bethany to announce the arrival of jesus 
as however according to our principles if it be assumed of the author of the fourth gospel that he is the apostle named in the superscription the same assumption must also be made respecting the author of the first we ask in vain whither are we then to suppose that matthew was sent on the second entrance that he knew nothing to relate concerning it since with the repeated departure from bethany to jerusalem there is no conceivable cause for such an errand in relation to john indeed it is a pure invention not to insist that even if the two evangelists were not personally present they must yet have learned enough of an event so much talked of in the circle of the disciples to be able to furnish an account of it above all as the narrative of the synoptists does not indicate that a second entrance had taken place after the one described by them so that of john is of such a kind that before the entrance which it describes it is impossible to conceive another for according to this narrative the day before the entrance which it details consequently according to the given supposition on the day of the synoptical entrance many jews went from jerusalem to bethany because they had heard of the arrival of jesus and now wished to see him and lazarus whom he had restored to life verse nine compare with verse twelve but how could they learn on the day of the synoptical entrance that jesus was at bethany on that day jesus did indeed pass either by or through bethany but he proceeded directly to jerusalem whence according to all the narratives he could have returned to bethany only at so late an hour in the evening that jews who now first went from jerusalem could no longer hope to be able to see him but why should they take the trouble to seek jesus in bethany when they had on that very day seen him in jerusalem itself surely in this case it must have been said not merely that they came not for jesus sake only but that they might see lazarus also but rather that they had indeed seen jesus himself in jerusalem but as they wished to see lazarus also they came therefore to bethany whereas the evangelist represents these people as coming from jerusalem partly to see jesus he cannot therefore have supposed that jesus might have been seen in jerusalem on that very day further when it is said in john that on the following day it was heard in jerusalem that jesus was coming verse twelve this does not at all seem to imply that jesus had already been there the day before but rather that the news had come from bethany of his intention to enter on this day so also the reception which is immediately prepared for him alone has its proper significance when it is regarded as the glorification of his first entrance into the metropolis it could only have been appropriate on his second entrance if jesus had the day before entered unobserved and unhonored and it had been wished to repair this omission on the following day not if the first entrance had already been so brilliant moreover on the second entrance 
every feature of the first must have been repeated, which, whether we refer it to a preconceived arrangement on the part of Jesus, or to an accidental coincidence of circumstance, still remains improbable. With respect to Jesus, it is not easy to understand how he could arrange the repetition of a spectacle which, in the first instance significant, if acted a second time, would be flat and unmeaning. On the other hand, circumstances must have coincided in an unprecedented manner, if, on both occasions, there happened the same demonstrations of homage on the part of the people, with the same expressions of envy on the part of his opponents, if, on both occasions, too, there stood at the command of Jesus an ass, by writing which he brought to mind the prophecy of Zechariah. We might, therefore, call to our aid Seifert's hypothesis of assimilation, and suppose that the two entrances, originally more different, became thus similar by traditional intermixture. Were not the supposition that two distinct events lie at the foundation of the evangelical narratives, rendered improbable by another circumstance. On the first glance, indeed, the supposition of two entrances seems to find support in the fact that John makes his entrance take place the day after the meal in Bethany, at which Jesus was anointed under memorable circumstances, whereas the two first synoptists, for Luke knows nothing of a meal at Bethany in this period of the life of Jesus, make their entrance precede this meal, and thus, quite in accordance with the above supposition, the synoptical entrance would appear the earlier, that of John the later. This would be very well, if John had not placed his entrance so early, and the synoptists their meal at Bethany so late, that the former cannot possibly have been subsequent to the latter. According to John, Jesus comes six days before the Passover to Bethany, and on the following day enters Jerusalem, chapter 13, verses 1 and 12. On the other hand, the meal at Bethany, mentioned by the synoptists, Matthew chapter 26, verse 6 and following, and parallel passages, can have been at the most but two days before the Passover, verse 2. So that, if we are to suppose the synoptical entrance prior to the meal and the entrance in John, there must then have been after all this, according to the synoptists, a second meal in Bethany. But between the two meals thus presupposed, as between the two entrances, there would have been the most striking resemblance even to the minutest points. And against the interweaving of two such double incidents, there is so strong a presumption that it will scarcely be said there were two entrances and two meals, which were originally far more dissimilar, but from the transference of features out of the one incident into the other by tradition, they have become as similar to each other as we now see them. On the contrary, here, if anywhere, it is easier, when once the authenticity of the accounts is given up, to imagine that tradition has varied one incident than that it has assimilated two. End of section 109.